Hey, babe, truth or dare? Dare. I dare you to impress me. Okay, Alexa, tell Toyota to start my Avalon. What is your four-digit pin? 0718. Our wedding anniversary. Yeah. Well done, babe. Uh -huh. Play just got serious. Introducing the all-new Avalon, featuring premium tech like available Amazon Alexa control. The all-new Avalon. Toyota, let's go places. Use remote start only if circumstances surrounding vehicle are legal and safe to do so. Amazon and Alexa are trademarks of Amazon.com Inc. or its affiliates. Home to vehicle functions and requirements will vary. This is your wake-up call. Wake the, the Breakfast Club, the show you love to hate. From the East to the West Coast. DJ Envy. Angela Yee. Charlemagne the God. The realest show on the planet. This is why I respect this show, because this is a voice to society. Changing the game. You guys are the, the coveted morning show, but y'all earned it. Impacting the culture. They wake up in the morning, and they, they want to hear that Breakfast Club. The world's most dangerous morning show. Being a mother, being a Yo 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 Good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, DJ MV. Charlemagne the God. Peace to the planet is Tuesday. Yes, it's Tuesday, and I'm finally back. I'm so happy to be back. But back in New York City? Back in New York City. Friday, I was in Charlotte. Saturday, Dallas. Sunday, Houston. And the weather was nasty. The flights were delayed. But I am finally back, and I'm happy to be back. I was happy to lay next to my wife last night and, and spoon with her a little bit. I'm just happy to be back home. I was happy to kiss my kids when I got home. I am happy to be back. Anybody tell your old ass to just be city. traveling around, floating around for no reason? Hey, look, I'm working, man. I know you got to work and get I'm this working. money, man, but sometimes stability is good. Sit your ass down sometimes. I'm trying to build something over here, you know? I'm trying to build my, my own monopoly okay, okay. game over here. So, you know, it's going to take some, see some, some time, some money, and some work. So I'm trying to build my little monopoly board. That's you. why I enjoy just sending out tweets on and Instagram posts and getting paid from home. <laughs> My favorite thing to do right now is to post Instagram posts and turn the comments off. I learned that from Floyd Mayweather. I've seen you do that, man. I think, I think that really, really, really infuriates uh, uh, haters. Mm. I really feel that way. Hmm. All, you know how you see Floyd Mayweather post stuff, but he don't never turn the comments on? Yeah, he leaves his comments off <laughs> so, for life. So I've never noticed that. No, you never Floyd noticed that? I mean, I don't look at Floyd's page like that unless oh, something's going on. He leaves his comments off for life, And he'd be stunting hard. So either he's stunting hard or, like, you know, when he was getting that 50 this week, he just turns the comments off. So you really can't do anything. Right. But, be, but, but if, you're, if you like what he posted, then you got to like it. If not, you just got to... You know, so all he stew, gets is stewing your own devices. But what made you do that? Because usually, you know, you and I tell will tell somebody, look, if you say something nasty, I'm gonna block you. You be like, I love when they come that way. Because I put a post up of Bishop TD Jakes yesterday, and I said, if y'all find a way to slander Bishop TD Jakes, then this is just ridiculous. Did they? <laughs> of course, <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> That's like giving the God pair. Like, come on, man. <laughs> so they crumpled up the Bishop God problem. I put Bishop TD Jakes and Stephen Furtick a nice video anyway. about opportunity, and y'all find a way to be like to slander that. Come on, man. So come on, y'all just disrespectful. You did the rest in peace or something. I'm trying to save y'all from going to hell. Let's see. Okay. <laughs> that's like that's crumpling up the God pamphlet. I should try. No, 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 I'm not gonna do that. I don't right. say I was going to try that. Who can I say rest in don't peace? Say, I know I'm not going to. You don't, don't try do nothing right now. You don't try nothing. Let me stop. <laughs> well, I posted my interview with Youngboy NBA yesterday. I told you I did this a couple of months ago. And what really happened was um, I went to Baton Rouge to interview him. Right, and it was really supposed to be some media training, but they said we're going to film it, and then now it's like a documentary. So it was a little crazy out there because uh, he has all kinds of, you know, he has to let the police know everything that he's doing. And so Should they told the police that we were going to be outside filming, and there were so many cop cars. Mm. I was like, why are there so many police around what did, here? What did NBA Youngboy do for that to happen? 
Um, you know, he's on probation. He had a couple of different instances. Uh, recently, a, a case against his girlfriend. Hmm. That he, they're in the midst so, so of the trying me- to handle a domestic but, violence case. Uh, makes but prior to that, he was in jail. Prior to that, so oh. he's on probation, like strict probation, mm-hmm. basically. Okay. Yeah, he's, he's he can't real, even travel outside. He's real strong in his hood, so it's like they put him right back in the hood at his, at his grandma's house or his mom's house. He's staying at his grandfather's house. At his grandfather's house, so right. So they had uh, so many police officers; it was uncomfortable. So we actually had to ask some of them to leave because imagine how that feels when everybody's outside. They're excited. We're doing this interview, but feel safe. Uh, yeah, you better than me. I'd have been like, can we have some more officers, please? Feel safe. <laughs> just a I couple mean, more. come just on now. There's a couple now. more right there, right there at the perimeter. There's two more right there. Thank it's you. just a threatening feeling having so many cops around. Like, what's going to happen? All right. Uh, that's the world we live in. you damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. Okay? Sometimes you might feel threatened in the hood. Sometimes you might feel threatened around the police. You just got to be comfortable in your own skin. There you go. That's all. <laughs> all right. Well, we got Fat Joe joining us today. Yes. We'll kick it with Joey Crack. He released a new joint yesterday mm-hmm. featuring Chris Brown. We're going to get that on today as well. And uh, front page news, what are we talking about, ye? Man, let's talk about Chick-fil-A. I know you guys love some Chick-fil-A, so I have a couple of things to tell you that will be exciting to you. Well, one of them you'll really care about. The other one you'll be jealous of. open on Sunday? No. All right. Well, we'll talk about it when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Hey. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. And say good morning to Culture. You just played Culture's mother's song, so say good morning to Culture. I don't think Culture's listening right now, but uh, Culture, good morning. Good morning, Culture. Good morning, Mama Body. What's happening? Now, let's get in some front page news. Now, Chick-fil-A. What's going on with Chick-fil-A? Don't tell me anything bad about Chick-fil-A. Well, Chick-fil-A is going to be doing meal kits, so if you want to make some Chick-fil-A at home... You can pick up that kit. There's only right now 150 participating locations in Atlanta, and the meals are chicken flatbread, crispy Dijon chicken, chicken parmesan, chicken enchiladas, and pan-roasted chicken. So they said the meals will take less than 30 minutes to what prepare. What the hell's a meal kit? What do you mean? You know how, like, they do Blue Apron or those food deliveries where you can make the stuff at home? Like yeah. the taco oh. kit. Like the day is Taco Tuesday, so a lot of people have taco kits. So you can make your own chicken fingers. Right, so you can do all that stuff at home. Nah. I don't want that at home. Me neither. I'm, I'm good on that. They do a great job at Chick-fil-A. Yeah. I'll pull up. You know what I'm saying? The only thing that would make the only thing that's good for the fact you can make it on Sunday, but nah, I'm good. So they have like them French fry kits where you can make the McDonald's. It never tastes the same. What if they got it designed to where it don't even taste the same on Sunday? So if you make it on Sunday, it don't taste good. Well, I don't know. I'm just giving you guys this option. Sheesh. Uh, All right. Well, there was also, and I'm sure you guys saw this story last week, a baby girl that was born in a Chick-fil-A in Texas. Yes. She was born in the bathroom. The mom had to use the restroom. They were going to drop off the kids. She had went into labor, and she had to use the restroom. The Chick-fil-A was closed, but they still let her in to use the bathroom, and she ended up giving birth in the bathroom. And now the baby gets free Chick-fil-A for life as well as a guaranteed job when she turns 14 years old. Now, watch, watch that little girl grow up to not even like Chick-fil-A. Not even understanding it's the blessing. Not even understanding the blessing that God bestowed on her at such an early <laughs> nah, age. Nah, they got to watch that, though, now. I wonder if she could now. go and bring stuff and get stuff for her friends, like free Chick-fil-A I, for I was everybody. thinking that because now, if, if you're out there pregnant, Think about it. You get free Chick-fil-A for life and a guaranteed job. Where are you going to have your baby? Oh, yeah. As soon as your water breaks, drive me to Chick-fil-A. <laughs> drive me to Chick-fil-A. Don't take me to the hospital. Take me to Chick-fil-A. This is a one-time Chick-fil-A. only thing. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, and because they got all the epidurals and the painkillers and everything at the Chick-fil-A, right? Them chicken sandwiches are good, but they ain't that damn good. All right. <laughs> all right. Now, let's talk about a really tragic situation that happened in Oakland at the train station. A woman, Nia Wilson, was killed and her sister was stabbed as well. They did arrest John Cowell, 27 years old. He's white. The two young ladies are black. What so they are sad. saying is it looked like an unprovoked stabbing 
that happened. It happened on Sunday, and uh, he was arrested Monday night at another BART station in the San Francisco Bay Area. Now, there was a manhunt underway for him since Sunday night when he attacked 18-year-old Neo Wilson and wounded her sister on the platform. Surveillance video on the train shows him riding in the same car as the sisters on Sunday. There was no interaction or anything. He just he walked up have, to him and stabbed him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He does have prior arrests that include assault with a deadly weapon. And according to um, Nia's sisters, Latifa Wilson, um, she said that they had been returning from a family outing when they were blindsided by a maniac. She said, I looked back and he was wiping off his knife and stood at the stairs mm-hmm. and just looked. Mm-hmm. From then on, I was caring for my sister. I wish those young ladies were armed and I wish one of those young ladies could have clapped him right where he's standing. That's right so then sad, and there. man. That is so sad. Dead right. on delivery. You're just minding your business on a train and somebody just comes out of nowhere and attacks you. They're not saying whether or not this is a hate crime as of yet. I just wish it was somebody there to shoot him. Mm-mm-mm. That's it. All right. All right, well, our condolences go out to the family. Uh, that's so sad. That is so freaking sad. All right, that's front page news. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. 800-585-1051. Or maybe you want to spread some positivity. All right, 800-585-1051 is the number. Hit us up right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Let's go. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're man or black. Say it with your chest. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So if you got something on your mind, let it out. Hello, who's this? Yo, I've been on. My been long. Excuse us? Hello? Not, not, not this morning, iPhone. Not this morning. He just called to talk to Envy and say that? Yeah, he wanted to talk to you. Hello, Hello who's this? Hi, I'm Salem. Hey, Mama, I'm get Dallas. it off your chest. I am so mad right now. Uh, my ex-boyfriend just cheated on me five years with some prostitute. And I'm just really mad about that right now. And I just really wanted to get some good advice from you guys, especially from Charlemagne. He said he would shout me out on my birthday last week, so I got really, really excited. No, happy belated born day. You said your husband cheated on you with a prostitute? His boyfriend. Of your boyfriend? Whoa, no. What? No, no, my birthday's in August. But, listening. no, my ex-boyfriend of five years cheated on me with some girl from POF. You know, they got little on me. I'm sorry. If it's your ex, why do you care? Because, no, he we just broke up, like... Because of that. While we were together. Well, at least he... Oh, okay, so y'all y'all broke up because um because he cheated. Right. Yeah. Charlene, I'm like your biggest fan. Like, I don't know if you remember you shouted... I mean, you tweeted me last week and you said you got me on my birthday. I bought your book and it really, really helped. When's your, oh, when's your born day? When, when's your B-day? August. August 10th. Oh, August 10th. Okay, well, when, when August comes, I got you, boo. I don't know what to tell you about your man. No, I, I mean, I don't really think she cares. I think she just wants yeah, to hear your voice. Yeah, I know. I don't really care about you. I'm like, you're <laughs> trash. But, like, your book really, really helped me. And I'm, like, really lit that you just put me on the radio. Like, you really did help me. It, like, gave me hope. I really wanted to well, know Well, I got that. another I book. I got another book dropping October 23rd. It's called Shook One, Anxiety Playing Tricks on Me. It's about anxiety and therapy and insecurities and PTSD and therapy and trauma and all that good stuff. Hello, who's this? Yo, what's going on, Envy? Good morning. Good morning, Angela. Good morning, Good morning. Charlie, what's, what's up, up brother? Bro? Get it off your chest. Yo, so what's up, man? Uh, Charlamagne, I got a suggestion for you, bro. I know I'm not telling you how to run the show, but I think you should really give Donkey of the Day, GOP Repub- uh, representative George Sanchez, uh, Spence, George Spence, who was a um, punk by Sasha Baron Cohen. Who is, who is, who is George Spence? George Spence. He's a GOP representative. Sasha Baron Cohen. You know Borat? Yes. He uh, he punked him into saying, he punked him into yeah, saying. Yeah, he, using the N word and talking crazy. Oh, I actually, wa- oh, on the Showtime show? I didn't watch it. We actually have that no, you gotta see it, bro. I'm rumor report you. this morning. Know. 
I don't know who you got lined up for Dog Kid of Dead Day, but after you see this, you're definitely going to get It's hilarious. He made him pull down his pants. Well, my brother, thank you for the suggestion. I am Googling right now. It's hilarious. Lorenzo. What's going on, man? Get it off your chest, Lorenzo. Good morning. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Hey, Charlemagne there? Yes, sir. I'm right here, sir. Hey, yo. I've been trying to listen to you guys every day in the morning, but listen, I want you to keep that same energy while DJ, what Envy, what he said on Friday, talking about he was all over that D. Come on, Envy. Yo, yo, you was, yo, you Money. Yo, you he didn't say all money. over the D. He said all around the D. Okay? That was Detroit, oh, meaning man. Detroit. You meaning know, Detroit. I should have to explain that to you. How old are around you? Around the D. Yeah, bro, out of context, B. Come on. You got to be You gotta be specific. I oh, was man, all around that. the D on hey, Friday. All right? Go ahead, wow. NB. Talk that hey. talk. Don't you be ashamed. Hey, yo. I make money Don't... off the D. Hey, you know hey, that you? You know gold hey, digging that? Hey. Anything else? Hey, Ain't nothing wrong with the D. Hey. I used to be scared of the D. <laughs> I used to be scared of the D. Okay. <laughs> now I'm always I'm always at around the D. You say, say you always throw lips to the D. It's okay. Nah, nah. It's fine. It's fine. Shout, shout to Detroit. That's what I meant, Detroit. Who? Detroit. Oh, I don't know. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Pick up the mother, mother phone and dial your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. Say it with your chest. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So you better have the same energy. Yeah. Hello, who's this? Yo, 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 yo. This is Darian. Darius, get it off your chest, bro. All right. First, I wanted to say um, I really like you guys. We like you, guys, you too, bro. Thank you, Darius. You guys killing it. Killing it every morning. And I also wanted to say that I want you guys to listen to my album whenever you get a chance. What's the All name right. of it? Oh, boy. It's called Introverted Negro, and I got this song called Vegan Girl, so it's all for all the vegan girls out there. Okay. Oh, that's dope, man. I promise I'll never listen to it. Are you vegan black, sir? Yeah. Why wouldn't he be black? You don't say, well, you know what? <laughs> What's wrong with you? I don't, sound, I don't sound like I'm from anywhere. I'm, I'm from nowhere. Okay. Wow. No doubt. Envy. You'll, ne- you'll never know. Just you'll walk never right know. at walk right into that one, Envy. I sure did. <laughs> I'm going back to the D. <laughs> <laughs> when all else fails, I'm going to the go D. Go around the D. You go around the D. Hello, who's this? Yo, it's is Canada from the Bronx. What's up, bro? Get it off your chest. Yo, man, I'm I'm tired of society saying that people that can't that can't work and the ex cons can't get jobs because they say in our record, they say, you know what I mean, it ain't sufficient to get the job done. I'm not feeling that. I'm not, I got tried in court. I'm not going, I ain't trying to curse you, feel me? <laughs> what are you talking about, man? I have no idea. What you say, bro? I don't know what he's talking about. What you say, my all right, G? All right, all right, all right, all right, here's the deal. All right. <laughs> They're giving equality to LGBT. Yes. Mm-hmm. Giving equality to immigration. They're fighting for it. What about the the society of the people that are ex-cons that did their time and back on the street and they're qualified to do certain jobs, but yet a criminal... Oh, you can't get a job because of your record? Yeah, yeah, not just me, just mad, mad people out here. Mm-hmm. Well, what you do to go back to court? Why are you going back to court, bro? No, 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 court, court processes is over. Mm-hmm. Why is it that these employers are being quasi-judicial with their proceedings saying that we can't get a job? Not even to, to sweep the floors or even flip burgers. They they denying people jobs that, you know what I mean? We citizens. Have you ever looked at websites like jailthejob.com for, you know, companies that hire felons? You know, they update the list, like, every month. So, like, up every every month you go to the list, they update the list and tell you what companies are hiring felons this year. Oh, no, no. We, no, 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 no I'm well aware of all that. I'm talking about now we need to get make something happen legislatively where we need to start 
reviewing the laws and statutes that are already in place, preferably New York State. You know what I mean, and getting some change going. There you go. Now you're right. I mean, just, to, just to, I get it. It's bigger than Nino Brown. I get what you're saying. That's why I always say in prison, prison got to be a real correctional facility where they actually have trade programs that people can, you know, use those certificates when they get out, like certificates that people actually respect and, and companies respect, and they'll hire you. There's no respect at all. Well, good luck, brother. Copy, copy. Keep fighting. You already know. Yeah, see, you can't, you're not going to okay, get no job yeah. like that, my brother. Snow. You already snow. That ain't how you get a job, sir. All right? As you go in the job place, they're doing an him. interview. I was with him, though. Yo, you qualified? You already snow. You already snow. <laughs> you already snow. I'm qualified for this position. <laughs> get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. Now, you, we got rumors on the way? Yes, let's give you guys an update on what is going on. With Takashi, he's speaking out about what happened to him when he was robbed. All right, we'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is America. Mm-hmm. Every time you say you got to do that little, that little shiggy shiggy. You don't have this to. This is America. You choose to. <laughs> morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Good morning. What's happening? I just want to tell you, my wife uh, hit me with a... Good morning, sexy. You were amazing last night. She did? Wow, you were good at cuddling. Shut up. She sent me the same text. She, yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'm sit talking. down, Envy, sit down. I think it was a group chat. <laughs> it, was a, it was a group chat. <laughs> Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk to Kashi 6 9 She texted too. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. On The Breakfast Club. So listen up. Well, Takashi 69 is telling his story about getting pistol whipped, and he thinks the whole thing was a setup. He was on TMZ Live, and here's what he had to say about the suspects. I stepped out of my house um, to finish the Nicki Minaj video at my friend's studio. We got, we got hit by a car. As the driver got out, the gunman came out. All I saw mm-hmm. was the gun in my face, mm-hmm. and that's... That, that's like, I was when I woke up, I was in the backseat of the car. So all I had on me was a phone, and my debit card. Well, I said, I got some jewelry in the house. Y'all can have that. You know what I'm saying? I didn't tell them where I lived. They went to the front of my house. So it was just like somebody must have told them where I lived. They've been following me and watching me. Yeah, okay. Story still sounds a little yeah, crazy. I just, I just don't believe him. I, I, I wish him the best, and I, I, I hope it really didn't happen, but I just don't believe that that actually you happened. You hope it didn't happen? Yeah, yeah I hope he didn't get robbed. I don't want to see the man get robbed and get pissed yeah, off. I hope he didn't so get I hope robbed. it didn't happen, but I just don't believe him if he says well, it Well, we know that you, uh, he knows that people don't believe him. Here's what he had to say about trolling. I wouldn't want to set up a publicity stunt and lose close to a million dollars. Like, you know what I'm saying? So... I mean, I guess it's, I'm like the boy who cried wolf, like the person who trolls so much. Like, like when it's actually real, people just don't believe it anymore because it's like, oh, he's trolling. As much as I want to be a regular person, it's just impossible. Well, cops did say that they caught on surveillance video outside the alleged robbers. They said that the surveillance video from a camera down the street is how they got that footage. And they're saying it shows the suspect's vehicle outside his house, but they can't tell who the men are because it's too far away to identify them. Well, he is absolutely right. Uh, I don't believe him because of his trolling. And once again, if it really happened, I hope that he learns from it. And now he knows that he can be touched. Right. Well, they at least they do have that surveillance uh, footage. So a lot of people are saying it's a publicity stunt, but cops are saying that footage does back up his story. Mm. All right. Lonnie Love, she has signed a deal. She's going to pre- uh, do a, a scripted comedy series for Warner Brothers Television. She said, I'm thrilled to be developing a comedy with Warner Brothers as I continue to co-host The Real. My life's work is all about entertaining, inspiring, and helping people become the best that they can be. Should be interesting. It's about a woman who... 
is self-made, grew up in Detroit, and grew up in the Brewster Douglas housing projects. She also uh, will discuss, you know, being single and being a thriving single woman. So congrats to her. Should be a fun comedy. Drop on the clues, bombs from Ilani Love. Very nice person. I met her when I did the real. Very very nice. Yeah, she saw her at Essence Fest as well. Love, um, Lani Love. So that's exciting. I'll definitely be watching that. Now, Master P. He's going to be doing his second installment of I Got the Hookup. He's been talking about this, and he's been casting people. Now, DC Young Fly has been cast in the upcoming movie. He also, so far, has casted Fatboy SSE, John Witherspoon, Romeo Miller, and Jeezy. So, I Got the Hookup, new installment. Ella May is breaking ground now. Boot up. That's right. Now, she is uh, actually... This hasn't happened since 2012 with Beyonce. She's the first uh, woman billed in a lead role to top the chart in 2018. And uh, before that, it was Cardi B with Bodak Yellow. So congratulations to her. She's on three different charts right now, on all three charts. So congratulations to her. Beyonce did that back in 2012. Now she has done it for adult R&B songs, R&B hip-hop airplay, and mainstream R&B and hip-hop. Drop on the clues bombs for uh, Barty. Barty B. Okay. Well, that was about LMA. That was now. LMA. I was saying. Oh, LMA. Yeah. LMA. Oh. And that is DJ Mustard's uh, artist. I, I, know, I don't know I if people that. know that. That okay. is Mustard's yeah. yeah, we talked about that. Mm-hmm. Remember I said he, she signed to DJ Mustard. Right. All right, Janet Jackson. She has a new video that she's been filming in Brooklyn. So they actually have footage here. They said there was no music being played as they are trying to get their choreography down. So I guess she's being top secret about what it is that she's doing, but they have pictures now of her out in Brooklyn doing a new video. I'm excited about new Janet music. Is that the one she's doing with Tiana Taylor? The um, That's a good question. Gonna love me. Is that gonna love me? Well, Tiana Taylor's not in the footage. If you have Revolt TV, you can see. Maybe she's just practicing. Yeah, maybe she's just practicing. Maybe she's just practicing in Brooklyn for them to shoot in Harlem. What's the song that her and Tiana going to remix? Or at least I'm putting that in the atmosphere that they're going to remix. I heard there's somebody else starring in this particular song. Yeah, Gonna song. Love Me. From what I've heard, there's somebody else starring oh, in this particular song. But they're being is. very top secret about it. If you everything. know, tell us. I mean, I want to be wrong. It's a rumor. That's why it's a rumor. Throw it out there. It's a reggaeton artist. That's all I could say. Nikki Jams. All right, well, that is your rumor report. I didn't know they still did reggaeton. Yeah, they still do. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Now, uh, coming up next hour, we're going to uh, talk to Charlemagne. Charlemagne's going to answer some questions this morning. I want to know if... No, no, no be, be easy. What you about to ask me? Huh? I just, I just want to know because there, there, there was something that came out yesterday. Okay. Yeah, there were some headlines that I were pretty shocking. I want to know if Charlemagne raped his wife. Okay, that sounds crazy. All right. We'll, talk, we'll discuss. That, that, that is a headline, I, you know. Yes. Well, he put out a statement yesterday as well, and then there were some headlines that was uh, all over the net that you could not avoid seeing. We'll, so let's we'll, hear we'll how discuss. you have to respond to that. All right. And uh, we got front page news, G. Uh, yes, we are going to be talking about one of your favorite places in the world. One of my favorite places? Mm-hmm. Barney's. Okay. All right. We'll talk about it when we come back. That's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now, Yee, what are you teasing about one of my favorite places? Chick-fil-A. Oh, okay. They're getting into the meal kit business, so if you want to make some Chick-fil-A at home, you can get the chicken flatbread, crispy Dijon chicken, chicken parmesan, chicken enchiladas, and pan-roasted chicken. They say the meal should take less than 30 minutes to prepare, so you can make those at home. What about the chicken fingers? You can pick up the kit right now at 150 participating locations. Oh, the waffle fries. What about the chicken fingers or the waffle fries? The most important thing. No waffle fries. What what about the fingers? The little nuggets? Maybe you could do some chicken, crispy Dijon chicken. 
No, I want the nuggets. I'm not with none of that. I like the way Chick-fil-A prepares the food, and I like the service. I like going in there. I think Chick-fil-A workers are angels. They're so nice. They make you feel good like Mary J. Blige songs, so I don't need to be making that in my house. And they also help deliver babies because a baby girl was born in a Texas Chick-fil-A. Now the baby's going to get free food for life and a guaranteed job at the age of 14. Now, um, it's, it's, it's interesting with that story, though, because... It's going to be a lot of women who water break and they might pull up to Chick-fil-A just to have the baby so they can get free lemonade and for the rest of their life. That, that, that sounds like a plan. And they get a job. And and pregnant women love ice. Chick-fil-A got the best cups of ice. Just cups of ice to chew on. <laughs> what? You never just got a cup of ice from Chick-fil-A? No, I no. just never got a cup of ice. I know, me neither. I just made that up. Oh, my goodness. What else are we talking about, Yee? All right, now let's talk about the Stand Your Ground Law. This is an incident that took place in Clearwater, Florida. Brittany Jacobs, 24 years old, she parked in a handicapped accessible spot at the Circle A food store. And that's when Michael Drica, who was 47 years old, approached her while her boyfriend was with the couple's five-year-old son. Now, Draca started arguing about her parking in the handicapped parking spot. That's when... Uh, her boyfriend came outside and pushed Michael Draca. He was actually fell on the floor. He pulled out a handgun while he was on the ground and shot uh, Marquise McLaughlin in the chest. Now, the reason why they are saying that he could avoid charges in this whole situation because he fatally shot Marquise McLaughlin is because of the stand your ground law. They can say he was in fear of further bodily harm after he got pushed to the ground and that's why he shot and killed him. Mm. So, I don't know how I feel about that because mm. a shove to the ground, I don't think that warrants somebody pulling out a gun yeah, that's and shooting the, and killing you. That's yeah. the thing I don't like about the staying your ground law. Like, I think that, uh, you know, they say for every action, it's an equal or opposite reaction. If I push you, you pulling out a gun and, and shooting me, me is yeah. not an equal not at all. reaction. Now, I always say, though, you can't tell somebody how to react to you, though. You know what I'm saying? If I push you and then somebody pulls out a gun and shoots you, that's n- n- neither one, neither the person's fault because and, I can't tell you how to react. It's too loose. And for him, I mean, he's arguing with her about being in a handicapped, accessible spot. Like, if you have an issue, call the cops, call, do whatever, but what are you going to do about right. it? So now somebody's dead over a handicapped spot. Over mm-hmm. a handicapped spot. That's crazy. Mm-mm. Right, that's an actual real life that Party you just on. It's not a video game, man. Like, it's not Call of Duty. Like, you can't just be pulling out and popping. Now, Charlamagne, we are going to get to you. Uh, let's talk about this headline. Charlamagne admits first sexual experience with his wife was rape. Oh, my God. That is a very clickbait headline, by the way. Okay, but... Um, the word rape was mentioned in in this interview that you did, this podcast. Yeah, because I was having a conversation on my podcast about rape culture. And, you know, um, I remember Teen Vogue had a headline last year, Is Drunk Sex Considered Rape? So so my wife and I were discussing it because the first time we had sex, we both were super drunk. So I asked her, did she consider that consensual sex based off the conversation that was happening online? And, you know, in this audio clip, they are circulating online. Of course, it's edited and it stops at me just saying that she replied, yeah, but she told me, yeah, I can see how people say that, but that's not what happened with us. It's not like I said no. Now, the reason I think conversations like this are important is because I think it it helps young men in high school, college, and even a lot of grown men now. I think that was a a really, I think that was a really good question that Teen Vogue uh, presented. Is drunk sex considered rape? I don't like that word rape, though. Let's just say consensual. I don't like the word rape. The problem with this audio is that you've told us this story before, but the way you said it just sounded crazy. I agree with that. My tone was definitely uh, off. All right. Well, what are we going to do about well, this? Because let's, we have to address it. Let's 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 do this. When we come back, let's call your wife on the phone. Who are you talking to? 
Not me. I don't have a wife. You know what? I don't have a problem doing that. I call your wife. You know, I've only had my wife on the phone one other time in my whole radio career. It it is early though. My wife's six, seven months pregnant, bro. That's all right. Hey, that's a secret. We call. We Uh, not anymore. anymore. Thank you, Angela Yee. Okay. (laughs) We call my wife up here early in the morning before the class and stuff up. So let's let's call your wife up. I don't have a problem doing that. I'll call her. First of all, you don't have a number. Yes, right? we do. She's in the group text. <laughs> Who said I ain't got a number? Okay. Who? Let me reply to Who this group text. Who Let me reply to this group text right now. Who? All right, when we come back, we're going to call Charlemagne's wife, and we're going to talk to her. Okay. And we're going to ask her if Charlemagne raped her. I don't say that. Why we got to say I mean, I, I You I, said I, it. I, I did say you it. You said it in the audio. I did say it. We're going to find I, out. That's why we're saying I going to find it, out. That is a harsh word. If Charlemagne raped her. I would like to say consensual. No, you already said rapes. That's, that's why that's words word matter, Charlemagne. That's why growth matters, too, and evolution matters. And when you learn to communicate things better, you communicate them better. All, All right. right. Well, when we come back, we're going to find out if Charlemagne raped his wife. Man, stop it. That's the, that's what you said. Okay. We're going to clear it up. We're going to talk yes, to him when that we is come the headline. Back. That is the headline, all right? All right. Eight, all right. We're going to do that. When we yes. come back, we're going to speak to Charlemagne's wife, and we're going to ask her if she was raped by Charlemagne. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, if you just join us, something popped up on the net yesterday about Charlemagne. Now, uh, I believe the uh, headline was Charlemagne raped his wife. No, it wife. says Charlemagne admits. Don't just make up a headline. Oh, that, that, it says well, Charlemagne admits first sexual experience with his wife was raped. Who, who, who posted that? Uh, Madame Noir. Okay. Well, that, that that stemmed from a conversation. I was having on my podcast about rape culture, and uh, I mean, it was a lot of op-eds and think pieces last year, but I remember Teen Vogue in particular had a headline, you know, is drunk sex considered rape? So my wife and I were discussing it, you know, because the first time we had sex, we were, you know, super young and super, super drunk. So I asked her, did she consider that consensual sex based off the conversation that was happening online? And, you know, the audio clip they got circulating online, of course, is edited and it stops at me just saying, yeah, but... She told me, yeah, I can see how people say that, but that's not what happened with us. It's not like I said no. Well, let me call her. Let me call her. Stop acting like you have her phone number. I gave you her number, okay? Okay. Let let me (laughs) call her. That's so crazy. uh, Charlamagne would definitely call your wife if need be. That is not true. I would never, never. Definitely had Envy call his wife when he was in the middle of some trauma. Let me call her. Hold on. You. Mook, do you feel like discussing this headline? You know I've never called you to uh, to have you on the radio. The last time you've been on the radio was 1999 at Z93 Jams in Charleston, South Carolina, New Year's Eve. We kissed on the radio. Wow. You remember that? <laughs> yeah, I do. Okay. So t- talk to the people, baby. Did I rape you the first time we had sex with each other? Uh, Leonard, you need to learn how to First talk. of all, only Monique calls me Leonard. I'm just playing. Go ahead. No, I call you Leonard. Forget that. You need to learn how to tell stories. You shouldn't have used the word rape, first of all, because the conversation that we were having is about rape culture. So the conversation that we were having was that you felt like it was okay for you to have sex with me while I was intoxicated. That's a rape culture thing. That's not rape. So when you asked me that question, I was hesitant to answer you because you used the word rape. But, I mean, that's not what went down. Like, we both know what happened. And I was not passed out. I was very coherent. Like, enough for me to lift up my hips so you could take my panties off. Knock it off. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Jesus Christ. (laughs) I'm sorry. Like, that's what happened. And the next morning, we had sex. So, I mean... We had sex the next morning. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Your memory is for You don't remember anything. And first kiss that night, too. 
That was our first kiss that wow, night. Wow, you guys dated for a year? That was your yes. first kiss? She made me wait for a year. Yes. You couldn't even get... She didn't like you really at first. What are you talking about? We used to go on dates all the time. And y'all never kissed for a year? She's a good woman, okay? <laughs> all right. Angela, are you, are you questioning me? Like, what's up? Like, like, no, I'm just saying. <laughs> for a kiss? Uh, Yes, for a kiss. I know this might be inappropriate. Okay, well, he, don't ask it then. Was he good? <laughs> was he at least good? Envy. Congratulations, too. Angela, he told us. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah, this is yes. not important right have now. Have you thought yes. of baby names? I was thinking, like, yes, in have. honor of me, Rashana. That sounds cute. <laughs> None of your children are named Roshana, so why would I name my baby Roshana? Good, good point. Good point. Maybe Charlamagne. Have a good have a good morning, baby. I don't know why y'all be acting like my wife the one for smoke. <laughs> she she has no problem giving the smoke. Okay, that is who runs the household. By the way, now can we ask the question? What question? This is a question that Team Vogue posted last year. And what's that? Is drunk sex consensual? Hmm. Okay. 800-585-1051. We'll talk about it when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, Charlemagne's wife just called us, and um, she was uh, talking about the statement or the, the headlines that popped up yesterday. What were the headlines yesterday, Yee? It says, Charlemagne admits first sexual experience with his wife was rape. I, I, I want to acknowledge that my tone was all wrong when I was having that conversation yes. on the podcast. And I should have never used the term rape so loosely because it was irresponsible and not appropriate for what I was trying to describe. But what I was trying to describe was, you know, this conversation centered around rape culture and Teen Vogue uh, had a headline last year, is drunk sex considered rape. So my wife and I were discussing it because the first time that we had sex, we were both super drunk. So, you know, I, I asked her, did she consider that consensual sex based off the conversation. Right, and she called in it, and uh, she said what really happened, because obviously you let's was all a, over the place. Well, back. let's play a little clip of it. You need to learn how to tell stories. You shouldn't have used the word rape, first of all, because the conversation that we were having is about rape culture. So the conversation that we were having was that you felt like it was okay for you to have sex with me while I was intoxicated. That's a rape culture thing. That's not rape. So when you asked me that question... I was hesitant to answer you because you used the word rape, but, I mean, that's not what went down. Like, we both know what happened. And I was not passed out. I was very coherent. Like, enough for me to lift up my hips so you could take my panties off. Knock it off. Whoa, whoa. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) I'm sorry. Like, that's what happened. And the next morning, we had sex. So, We had sex the next morning. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Your memory is for You don't remember anything. And first kiss that night, too. Which brings the question, 800-585-1051, is drunk sex considered consensual? So um, uh, let's start in the room. Let's start with Angela Yee. Mm, I'll say this. If somebody is drunk and not coherent, if they're passed out, if they're not making decisions, if you feel like they wouldn't want to have, like you can't really tell, but I've had sex with people before when I've been tipsy, but it's always been people that I've had sex with already. We have a rapport. We're comfortable with each other. And that's how that happens. If you feel like in your head this person is drunk and they may wake up and say what happened or they may not want to, best to not do it. And if there's any question, if you feel like they're in any way not in their right mind, just walk away. Just go to sleep. Do whatever you have to do. But you shouldn't. if there's any question at all, don't do it. Yeah, I mean, that's my advice to people. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't recommend young men engage in drunk sex, high sex, Molly Percocet sex. I just think it's too much of a gray area. 
You know what I mean? Like, I just, I just think it's yeah. too much of a gray area. Just wait until both parties are sober. And, I mean, that's a message that I think we need to give the high school kids, college kids, shoot, even some grown men need that message. Like, sometimes it's best just to just walk away, wait for another day. Yeah, you know? and drunk sex is not consensual. It's, I mean, if, if you're drunk, that's not a, a defense mechanism or a defense thing that you can use. No, it absolutely positively is not. And I think the best advice, like you said, is if you're drunk or if she's drunk, don't have sex. You remember? Um, remember we was in Jamaica. What year was it? Oh yeah. So we were in Jamaica, and there was a a, a young lady. Yep. Who was at the pool with us? She was from Cleveland. She was very excited to be out there with yes. us. And she was so drunk. Um, one of Charlemagne's friends. My was man, gonna, six four. Was Salute gonna to walk her back four. to the room, and I said, "I'm coming with you." Oh yeah, yeah, I remember. Mm-hmm. I walked with him to walk her back to the room, so and, they would never be a question. And he told you turn the camera on. I didn't turn the camera on. Well, he told you I was with him, though, but I wasn't going to do that to her because she was drunk. But um, I did walk back to the room with them just to make sure that there was no questions. You know, she I made sure she got in the bed and then we left and we left together just because I want to make sure we're not in a situation ever where somebody is uh, drunk and she was clearly inebriated, like pretty bad. And I just didn't want to have any issues, you know, after that. And she she was all over him, too. Yeah. You know what I mean? She was all over him. But because at the end of the day, you don't know what somebody does. Like, yeah, we might know him. That's your boy. But if she said something, I'm not in the room, so I can't. So that's why I was in the room so I can say nothing happened. Not only that, the person might not remember if somebody feels like, you know, it was consensual. Somebody might not remember. Like, I mean, Mm -hmm. there's. I just remember one time I was so drunk, I can't tell you what happened that night. And thank God my wife, it was my baby shower and my wife brought me home. But I saw you that night. I remember, I, could, I couldn't tell you what happened that night. And the cameraman's laughing because he was there. Like, I don't remember. They said I gave a speech. Yeah, you did. I was mm-hmm. throwing, you I doing just a lot of dancing to reggae. I just don't remember. He was remember. twerking. I, 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 was, I was twerking? Yeah. I and you didn't footage. take it? You didn't I take do it? have video footage. I, I figured. Her drive was there. <laughs> But my whole point know. is just leave it alone. It's right. not that serious ever. Salem. Hi, you guys remember me? Good morning, Salem. Oh, no, I gave you my name. I was just you, on the phone you, with you, us, but you, no. Um, you gave your name. My, my bad. Uh, I want to be like Trav on the phone with you guys. But no, what I was about to say. <laughs> we just was, mentioned <laughs> Trav. Oh, really? I, I've. He was at Envy's baby shower when Envy was intoxicated. He don't Envy don't remember though. They embraced it. They shared. Shut up. I'm mad at DJ Envy though for hanging up the phone. But anyways, the consensual sex part. Uh, no, I don't think that's right because you'll regret it in the morning. Been there, done that. It's not fun at all. I agree. Yeah, I agree with you. All right, thank you, Mama. Bye, guys. Bye, bye. Peace. Hello, who's this? This is Nisi. How are you doing? Hey, Nisi. Good morning. Hi, everybody. We're asking: Is drunk sex consensual, Nisi? I think it is. Because when you're alleviated, you tend to do things you wouldn't necessarily do when you're sober, but you want to do them when you're sober. You're just more hindered. So I think your real feelings come out a little bit more when you're drunk because you just don't care. Yeah, well, that, that well, doesn't well, mean it's consensual. Well, though. yeah, but what if what if what if she get what if uh, you as the drunk woman and the guy's drunk and you you give him consent? You understand what I'm saying? Like, what if you tell him? This is what you want to do. Like, Listen, the if the you... person seems like they're not themselves, yeah, just they, don't, don't do it. They're drunk, yeah. No matter what. You really give consent because you're not in your right mind. Yeah, you are, you are a little Thank incoherent. You, it so, doesn't matter. Yeah. You say anything. You don't even know what's going Let's on. Let's take one more call. Sean, good morning. Good morning. We're asking, is drunk well, sex it's... consensual, bro? Nah, if, it's, if, both parties, if both parties are drunk, then yeah, it's consensual. But if only one party is drunk, whether it's the male or the female, then the one that's sober is taking advantage of the one that's drunk. So it just depends on if they both drunk or not. I don't know if I, both I, parties I drunk means that. Yeah, that it's consensual. That either, I don't think brother. that's the rule. Because me and my wife were both drunk when we got it in the first time, like super drunk. So I don't know, bro. Then that's consensual. If just go to sleep. Intoxicated. That's the way it works. If y'all both are intoxicated legally 
That's le- I don't think that's yeah, legal. I don't think that's, I don't sir. think that's, <laughs> that's, that's not that's legal. Right. Just don't be throwing out. I can't just be throwing that out there. I, I think, I mean, for me, we my- want this to be an educational, teachable moment. And yes. the rule is if somebody is drunk and you might, you're not, they're not acting how they normally act. You know, you guys have been drinking. Don't do it. If anybody's drunk on drugs, whatever, just leave it alone. Make sure that they are able to, in a sober state, give consent. Yeah, I wouldn't recommend young men take that chance. Doesn't matter if both of, both of y'all are drunk. Doesn't matter if both of y'all mm-hmm. are high. Doesn't matter if both of y'all are on Molly Percocets. I just think it's too much of a gray area, man. I'd rather wait until both of y'all are sober and y'all can make a, a, a sound decision. You know, on 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 a on a sober mind, and it's a great time to cuddle. Yeah, all right. Well, and I mean, listen, I, and I'm I'm not even upset at the headline that they ran yesterday about my wife. You know, I, I that, like you know, as everybody has been telling me, you know, my tone was all wrong, yes. and, I, and and I acknowledge that my tone was all wrong. I was shocked when I heard you say that. I was like, why is he talking like this? I mean, that's how I, that's how I talk, but I understand that you know, you know, you I have to be more uh, responsible and more appropriate when when talking about certain things, and certainly rape culture is absolutely positively one of them. I'm a little irritated at this Breakfast Club Twitter page. They said, do you consider drunk sex consexual? It's consensual. What is consexual? I don't know. Taylor! Oh, my God. We can't even do nothing right. We can't even we're have trying, a serious... We're, 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 we're up here trying to have a serious progress. conversation. Oh, and you see... You know what? Tell me about the genders and the Kardashians, man. Yeah, we got rules on the way. You know what? Let's talk about one of your friends, okay, who just deleted his entire Instagram feed. Who? Find out what's going on with him. I don't blame him for that. (laughs) All right, we'll talk about that when we come back. Summer cleaning, too. Some spring cleaning. Shout out to Charlemagne's wife for calling in and checking in this morning. Mm -hmm. All right, it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Good morning, everybody. still go, by the way. Steve, JMV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to these rumors. Let's talk Mac Miller. It's about time. What's going on? Yo, yo. Rumor report. Rumor report. This is the rumor report. Talk to him. With Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, Mac Miller has his new album, Swimming, coming out next month, and he's done an interview with Zane Lowe. Now, here's what he had to say about Ariana Grande, and of course, we all know Ariana Grande is engaged to Pete Davidson right now. Listen to what he had to say about the two of them. So, of course, it, there were stressful times. Look, I, it's not that unique you know, like I, I was in love with somebody. We were together for two years. Mm-hmm. We worked through good times, bad times, stress, and everything else. And then it came to an end, and we both moved on. Mm. And it's that simple. All right. Simple. Wow. I guess it happens all the time, every day. Is it, was it that simple at all, or did Pete Davidson swoop in? Mac Miller's our friend. Be nice. <laughs> Mac is my I guy. I feel bad. He's Pete going my, through Pete it. My, Pete, my brother, though. That's my little bro. All right, now here's what Mac Miller had to say about his Mm-mm. DWI. I lived a certain life for 10 years and faced almost no real consequence. Yeah, I, I made a stupid mistake. I'm a human being. Like, drove home drunk, and but it was the best thing that could have happened. I needed to run into that light pole and literally, like, have the whole thing stop. But those things are important. Mm, that's real. He learned from his mistakes. Right, as you're supposed to do. Absolutely. That's what that's what growth and evolution is all about. But did Zane Lowe ask him, did Pete Davidson take Ariana Grande from him? Did that ever come up? No, I don't think that came up. Be nice. Matt, now, Matt, come up here, my In friend. the meantime, Pete Davidson has deleted his entire Instagram feed. He wiped up all his photos and videos. 
Uh, he said, no, there's nothing wrong. No, nothing happened. No, there's nothing cryptic about anything. I just don't want to be on Instagram anymore or on any social media platform. The internet mm-hmm. is an evil place, and it doesn't make me feel good. Why should I spend any time on negative energy when my real life is effing lit? The fact that I even have to say this proves my point. I love you all, and I'm sure I'll be back at some point. FYI, Pete does that all the time. Uh-huh. It's like all like that's, he does that all the time. He's done that a lot since I've known him. He either delete all his pictures or just delete his Twitter page and Instagram page altogether. All right. Well, some people feel like this might be after Ariana Grande posted a picture with her grandf- her late grandfather. He died of cancer back in July 2014, and he uh, left a comment on it. He said, "OMG, what a cutie!" On the picture. Who said that? Pete Davidson. And so Ariana Grande's fans started coming at him, and he responded, Are you guys all insane? I was talking about how cute her grandpa is. What's wrong with that? You guys will really look for anything to attack people. It's sad. Turn off your comments. Yeah. Um, turn off the comments. And she has her comments turned off right now. Yeah, Instagram, Instagram is pictures, right? We're we supposed to be there just to be looking at pictures, right? Yeah. It's not a, it's not a, a chat room. Turn off the comments. All right. Amber Rose says that she's going to pay for her biggest fan's rent and tuition. Now, she said, I wanted it to be very personal, so it's going to be full of content you can't find on any of my other uh, platforms. That's her free app that she is using to empower women and help them fulfill their goals. She said, I also know how amazing my fans are, so this gives me the opportunity to show them I see and hear them. I want to give back and build a tight-knit community in which they can all feel empowered to be themselves with the support of other members of the amazing Amber Rose community. She's going to use that app to help get uh, business endeavors done for her fans, pay for people's rent, assist with tuition costs, and she's going to do that all with money out of her own pocket. So That's she's going to fund these projects herself. Drop on the clues, bombs for Amber Rose. That's dope. One of the first things she's going to do is treat three of her biggest fans to the slut walk. She'll fly them out, and they get to attend the slut walk. All right, well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Charlemagne. Yes. Who are you giving that donkey to? When the last time you seen a GOP lawmaker get tricked off the streets? We're going to talk about it four after the hour. All right, we'll get into that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Get donkey of the day. Yeah, you dumb ass. You get donkey of the day. Yeah, you dumb ass. You are a donkey. I'm gonna fatten all that shit around your eye. Yeah, they want this man to throw them blows, man. They waiting for Charlemagne to tap these gloves. Let's go. They had to make a judgment of who was gonna be on the donkey of the day. They chose you. Yeah. It's a breakfast club, bitches. Who's donkey of the day today? Well, donkey of the day for Tuesday, July 24th goes to a Republican who represents the community of Woodbine in southeast Georgia, Jason Spencer. Now, Georgia House Speaker David Ralston is calling for the resignation of state lawmaker Jason Spencer because of what happened on Sunday night's episode of the Showtime series, Who is America? Now, let me give you some background on Jason Spencer. He's a GOP lawmaker. Uh, These are the people who have a say in what goes on in the world, in the country. Uh, He was pranked by Sasha Baron Cohen, who was playing a character named Colonel Aaron Murad, and he was pranked into believing that the comedian was an Israeli anti-terrorism expert who was able to convince the legislator that a series of racist acts would protect him (laughs) against terrorists. This is a GOP lawmaker he's talking to, not some random guy in the street, okay? So they proceeded to engage in a series of supposed anti-terrorism exercises, which included telling Jason Spencer to yell as a way of attracting attention during an ISIS kidnapping attempt. Sasha told Jason, in America, there is one forbidden word. And that word is the N-word. 
Uh-huh. You know what? Why am I even trying to tell you what happened when I can just let you listen for yourself? Uh, this is GOP lawmaker Jason Spencer doing anti-terrorism exercises from anti-terrorism expert Colonel Aaron Murad. And I need to warn you all, okay? <laughs> this is very offensive, explicit language, okay? Let's hear it. Because of who you are, you could be the victim of kidnapping by ISIS. You have two seconds to attract attention. How do you attract attention? Well, you start screaming, take your clothes off. In America, there is one forbidden word. It is the N-word. Now, I am going to be the terrorist. You have three seconds to attract attention. Go! Nigger! 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 What? Nigger! Are you crazy? Wow. The N-word is noony. Not this world. This world is disgusting. <laughs> you know how in the hood... That's crazy. Uh, you, you, know, you know how in the hood we say don't let nobody trick you off the street. That term means don't let anybody make you do anything stupid that's going to land you in jail or dead. Uh, Sasha Baron Cohen just tricked Jason Spencer off the street. Okay. Goodness gracious. Jason, you are a GOP lawmaker and a white man in Georgia. Now, I know you probably let that word fly loosely when it's just you and the rest of the good old boys in the room, but do you know we can see you we can hear you. You were on a cable premium channel saying the N-word with a hard R. All right. Yeah, that last one was hard. That was that was the clan chasing a black man through the woods for sport hard R N-word. Okay, that was the hard R. Hang that N-word, okay? Sasha Baron Cohen, what are you making these people drink or smoke before they sit with you? Because the way you are able to make people comfortable enough to be themselves is truly a gift. Drop one of Clues Bombs for Sasha Baron Cohen. He is he got a different kind of gift, man. Now, Jason Spencer is the same guy who last year they called for his resignation because he told uh, Representative LaDawn Jones, a black woman, that she would uh, be she would not be met with torches, but something a lot more definitive if she continued to call for the removal of the Confederate statues in South Georgia. And uh, someone who didn't understand this will go missing in the swamp. That's what Jason Spencer Mm-mm. said. So look, <laughs> when someone shows you who they are, believe them. And I know a racist, bigot, white devil, cracker-ass cracker when I see one. Please give Jason Spell. Please let Remy Ma give Jason Spencer the biggest hee-haw. Hee-haw, hee-haw. You stupid motherfucker. You dumb. Man. You got to watch this whole segment, though. He got him it's doing crazy. all kind of crazy stuff. He's speaking with an Asian accent. Pulling his pants down. He pulls his pants down because he told them that would incite fear and homophobic uh, jihadists, and he pulls his pants down and runs back and uh, puts his butt on a pad. And says it's, America. Yeah, America. screaming out USA uh, and America. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't get it. But anyway, thank you for that donkey today. How does he do this? How does he make people do this? Up next, we have Joey Crack, Fat Joe, and he has a new joint featuring Chris Brown. We're gonna get on as well, so don't move. Attention! It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building, Fat Joe. Joe Crack, the Don. Do you still What's like being called man? Joe Crack? Yeah, I like being. Okay. I was just talking to guy with one Steve of your cameramen, the white boy. He was like, "Can I really call you Joey Crack?" I was like, "The not the finest of individuals call me Joe Crack." Mm-hmm. He was like, "Am it. I gonna get beat up if I say that?" No, <laughs> no, no. The illest place I got called Joe Crack was when when I when I did the little jail thing. Mm-hmm. The correction officers used to call me Joey Crack. I was I was hype. Cause you know they call you by your last name. They don't give a they don't give a f who you is. They be like, "Yo, Maldonado." Niggas. They be like, "Yo, Joey Crack, come here." I was be gassed. And you know what I'm saying? That we we heard attention. It sounds like a PSA for people who are doing too much on social media. Man, yeah. <laughs> you know these. 
guys and girls, they want attention. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It seems like as soon as they they break up, they just they block each other and they mm-hmm. do the most to get attention. They post a little you know? uh, dot pics, guys and girls, trying to get attention from I, other people. That's man. true. Man, yeah, yeah, they all in there, man. They all, I mean, social media, man. Run the world 2018, man. You could tell a lot about relationship statuses just if you follow somebody on social media. I remember one time I had asked Envy, I was like, can you um, unfollow me just to see if you send me a message and don't follow me, if I can, um, if I open it, will you see it? I just wanted to test something. Next thing you know, they was hitting all the blogs. Oh, like, y'all going to break Envy up. unfollowed Nobody. Angela Yee. They had a big fall. I'm like, yo. <laughs> Some people, is their life. Right. Some people, you know. You know what? You can say the good and you can say the bad. The bad is I was watching CNN one time. They were saying suicide is up yeah. 25% because of social media, the mm-hmm. pressures of social media. Mm-hmm. Now, let me ask about something you posted on social media. Uh, Missy Elliott was tweeting about Michelle Williams. Oh, yeah, I saw that. And she said, I want to lift our sis up in prayer because there's so many people battling this and many trying to deal with it alone. Please, no jokes. This is real. And you retweeted it and said, I dealt with it for two years, talking about depression. Mm -hmm. It was the worst. But once you get over it, you're stronger than ever. God bless. So what was going on with you? Oh, man, that was when I've told this story before Mm -hmm. is when my sister died, my grandfather died and Big Pun died the same week. Wow. So it was like three in a row. So I was like really in a state. And you know, some people, when you deal with death, you can escape somewhere or hide with me. It was big pun and we was the twins. So people who had a love kept reminding me a hundred times a day. I'm mm-hmm. in a restaurant. The the waiter's like, damn, sorry about your brother. Damn. I'm in a car at a light. They're like, yo, sorry about pun. Mm-hmm. I go to Miami, think I can escape. You know, the Cuban guy is like, yeah, well, I, yo, big pun was the best. Yeah, yeah. So I was like in a real big, depression i got big and fat i never used to drink before that i started drinking i I seen a psychiatrist for two years straight and um she just kept teaching me and i ain't really know teaching me about myself and one day we was doing a big pun mural shout out the tats crew they just did it over in the bronx um and two dudes walked by and then one dude was like yo they doing the, the big pun wall and then the other dude was like, where? He was like, yeah, they do it all the time. You know, it's been two years since he died. Then I heard two years, two years, two years, two years. And that's when I snapped out of it. Because I was like, yo, it's two years, bro. Like, mm. you got to wake up. Right. And, um, and but, yo, I literally used to come outside and the sunny day was nighttime. Mm-hmm. I would go in my, my bathtub with no water and just stay looking at the ceiling all night. Like, I was bugging. Like, like never kill myself. Never, ever, ever. If I had to live to 90 years old like that, I would still enjoy a steak and some rice and beans. Trust me, (laughs) I'm not killing myself. But I'm just saying I was, like, really going through it. And then, you know, now it prepares me, you know what I'm saying, for for everything. Like, the minute I feel any way, and I never do, but the, the, the minute I feel any funny way, I already know to just be like, oh, no. Not playing that game. You what know made, what, what made you want to see a, a psychiatrist though? Like that's something in the hood we don't encourage. So who put you on to say you know what you need to go see a? You know I ain't gonna lie. I think my wife, man. I think she was like, yo, you gotta. You know what I'm saying? It's funny. I seen your man, Steve Harvey. He was in the dentist. He was doing the gas and all that. He was like, yo, my wife make me take this gas at the <laughs> dentist. <laughs> that's me. You know what I'm saying? She yeah. gas me off the off the mountain, off the hilltop. She'll Let be me like, tell you something. His yeah. wife, Lorena, she is. No joke. We actually were all hanging out in the Bahamas. Yeah, we got Fat so Joe, drunk. When Fat Joe says he doesn't drink, he really doesn't because he got very, very drunk. White boy wasted me. We and took I, over a library. We went into a bar called the Library. They were, they were reading books. 
drinking tea. Well, I had my own little Fat speaker with me. Joe walks in. Blasting music. We turned up. <laughs> What's crazy is the white people left. I thought they, they were mad. Left. But they came back with outfits on. Like, they thought this was the turn-up spot. Like, came back like <laughs> it was popping. Like, they just came back with outfits. They changed. They weren't mad that y'all interrupted <laughs> the quiet of the, the place? No. They, at the first time ever. They went and actually changed their outfits. Like, and shout oh, out this to the staff the there at the library, at the SLS, because I thought they That's were going to tell us we couldn't be in there. Nah, Instead, they were like, no, 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 come on nah, in, please stay. Nah, like, have fun with you us. Know, we got the audio book or something, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, <mean>, <laughs> nah, I, don't, I don't know why. Nah, we had a I was party. Gone. I don't drink. He doesn't drink so, so they he get was, me drunk. They forced me. And then you know talk about what happened after that. Oh, where they they gas me. They they get they got this gimmick on me, but they never gonna do it again. They got this gimmick. They get Joe drunk, and then they go on shopping sprees. They make me pay. Natina, <laughs> I, Robin, I missed that part. The whole girl crew. Yeah, 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 yeah. I missed that they part. They in Gucci and brother, and I'm like, yeah. Everybody came. <laughs> next day I'm waking up like, yo, what the f- happened? To Everybody me? <laughs> came back with bags from the Gucci store. <laughs> nah, like, they, they, they they did a number on me. Next day I ain't drink nothing. <laughs> oh my, I drink what did you water. spend? <laughs> Man, just you know, light. We light. We light with you it. He said, Natina. Let me make sure. You said Robin. Let me say Ball Alert posted Natina. your single today. Let me say, nah. <laughs> nah, we love, man. With me, it's all love, man. It's all family. It's all love, man. I don't look for favors. You know what I'm saying? My, my thing is all family and love. If I'm your friend, I'm your family. That's all it is. You know what I'm saying? And you're still passionate about up and coming artists too, and you have your own oh, artists. Man, I got a girl named Angelica Villa. She gonna change the game. The reason you know I know saying? this is because in the library we got a preview of some of her music. We did? Library. I didn't know I played it. <laughs> he, was he was like, hold on, we got to play this song. It's my artist. What the Yo. hell were you drinking, Joe? Yeah, where were you? Nah, we was just drinking vodka and all that. But the thing is that, you know, every now and then my wife forced me to drink. Yeah, yeah. Forced me. This is a forced thing. All right, we going on vacation. Have a drink. We're waiting for the hotel room. Have a drink. Yeah, we going to the bar. Have it like thing you know. Because they call me the fun killer. They say I'm whack. Yeah, yeah. So we on a couple of drinks. I'm joking around, and, <laughs> and then you know, but they just took me. Yeah, I don't even know. I what wish I could tell that. you the things that you were saying because you. No, in. don't do that. Hell no. So, I don't so want that you. video of Fat Joe talking about all these rappers that's whack. That was from the Bahamas. No, who was talking about some whack? <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was about to go along with it. Why'd you say that? No, I don't do that. I don't do that. Oh, my God. All right, well, let's get into Fat Joe's new record. It's featuring Chris Brown. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. That was Attention, Fat Joe featuring Chris Brown. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Fat Joe is in the building. Charlemagne? Now, Jay said on his record with Drake that the streets are done. Being that you are an mm-hmm. authentic street human being, do you feel that way? I mean, not about why they keep rapping and ki- they keep robbing and killing rappers. I guess mm-hmm. somebody in the streets is wilding right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he was getting that. He was saying, like, you know, they killed that boy x Young for no reason. You know what I mean? Jealousy. They so mad at their lives. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because they weren't able to accomplish what they want to. So they see the young boy there. And so Jay's like, yo, y'all kill x Young, but y'all probably see Zimmerman at the fing gas station every day. Mm-hmm. Y'all can let him have it. You want to kill like, for fun? Zimmerman. You might shoot over there. Right, like, right, why, right. You, why are you going to shoot the innocent kid, man? You know what I'm saying? So, it's a terrible time out here, man. That jealousy at an all-time high. You know what I'm saying? And when you out there like that, things going to happen. You see your man 6'9". Same, sh- you know, that energy. He got lucky. 
Hundred percent. I still I thought people thought he was going to die. I believe it. Yeah, some people for some reason they're saying they don't believe it, but he hasn't said himself what happened. It's been a source oh. said this, the police source said this, so it's different stories, but it's not coming. Because from... I think a pistol whipping in Brooklyn would have been a lot more brutal. If I believe the story, I'm thinking they wanted to kill him. So yeah. they say they grab him, they take him to his house. I would have never took nobody to my house. You got to kill me. Now they go in his house, they take all the jury and put him back in the car. Because, I mean, around. once I rob yeah. you, you rob. Let's yeah. get out of here. So they driving him around the car. If the story is true, uh, God forbid, it felt like they wanted to kill him. Like they was going to take him somewhere and body him. I never understood that, right? I robbed people before. I stuck people up. I stuck up supermarkets. I can tell you all type of shit. Alleged right? kidnappings. Too. Alleged You've kidnappings. Heard. Yeah, that's yeah. a fact. Yeah. But <laughs> nah, we talking about this the other day. Listen, but the problem is that if someone robs me, we rob, yo, stick them up. Okay. Yo, why you got to shoot me after I give you the jury and all that? Right, like, right, right. I never understood that. You count your blessings sometimes when you think about things you did when you were younger. Me? Yeah. I got too many blessings. I've been shot at maybe 30 times in my life. Wow. Like, damn, like they try to kill me in every aspect and form of life, let alone everything. These scars is blocking my face from razor cuts in my face. Like, I was out there every day. Like, I woke up every day for this Like, you know, like, I, well, I, I, I woke up and threw my boots on for beef. Like, yeah, yeah. yo, let's go. What was the final straw when you're like, okay, I got to chill? Well, me, I changed my life. You know what I'm saying? All my friends started going to jail for 1,000 years, 100 years. My best friend on earth, on earth, living best friend is in jail for life right now. So all my friends was just going to jail for like a, literally 75 years, 45 mm -hmm. years. This, I was like, yo, I got I to gotta change. So I, I went to rapping, and thank God, you know, I changed my life. And once I rap, I never sold a drug again. I never... You know what I'm saying? Still had to beat people up and stuff like that because that comes along with the... You know, one thing is sad to say, and I don't want to scare people, but... And this is not positive to say, but if you're a gangster and you was robbing people and you was wilding, you can't switch up. Like, you, you can't switch up at least being tough as far as, like, when the time comes, you can't be like, you can't be like, yo, I'm a born-again Christian. They're not going for that. If you was out here extorting shooting people, this and this and that, one day wake up and say, yo, I found God, I ain't doing this. Somebody you hurt, a family member, something like that, they're going to come at you. That's a fact. Yeah, because people, Ten will, years test later, people will test you. Yeah, and I have to keep beating people up. And yeah. all that. That's why y'all thought I was an abuser, but I never beat nobody up since I rapped because I wanted to beat them up. Like, these niggas <laughs> was forcing me to beat them up. Like, yeah. they, yo, you now, yo, you said, huh? Please, we both Puerto Rican, we bought Equa. Stop. No, your mother's a lesbian. Okay, you got <laughs> you know, like they was just forcing me, like you know what I'm saying, to, to give it to him. You know, hypothetically, could, could you walk us through one of these hypothetical hypothetical terror squad kidnappings. If they, what, what's the reason? Well, the to reason is up. like I never had a Russell Simmons or somebody mm -hmm. tell me that you don't do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, um, so... Can you be friends with somebody that you guys allegedly... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm very good friends with them now. I know. I'm very good friends like with people. Tell, tell the stories and everything. One time I kidnapped the DJ because he wouldn't play my record. Was it who kidnapped? And, no, that, he, he got kidnapped. Okay. He got kidnapped. That was a whole other situation. He was a different one. And who he can got, tells that story? No, no, he got kidnapped. Like, he's different. <laughs> he got bondaged. And, and who can... He got a story to tell. He would tell that right? story. But say another DJ. 
So when I was young and I just got in the game and I felt like I had to change my life and I felt like, you know what I'm saying, this is my only way out, there was a DJ that was a number one DJ and he wouldn't play my music. And I came at him 10, 20 times, yo, play my song. But meanwhile, Flojo was like number one in the country. Mm -hmm. And the guy ain't playing my music, so we threw him in the van. And um, we just scared him. You know what I'm saying? We ain't really doing it. This is a living legend I'm talking to you about. <laughs> yeah, this ain't yeah, yeah. no regular. This ain't that. This is a legend. So I get a phone call afterwards. It's from Showbiz, from DITC. Showbiz is probably the realest guy I ever met in hip hop music. So he says, Yo, come to my house. So I come to his house. He says, It's my brother. And he's going, Yo, I'm tired of these. How you gonna do this? How you, you know this is our man? This, 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 this. And I look in the living room, <laughs> the DJ sitting on the couch. I'm like, oh, He's like, yo, what's wrong with y'all? Oh, you trying to change your life. What's wrong? Why you doing this, this? So I got a lyrical spanking. I never forget that. But me and that DJ are like greatest of friends. Did it work and he played the record after that? Yeah, he, he played the record. It, I wouldn't say it worked and he played the record. <laughs> he played the record because we were mutual acquainted we just so you could have went about it a different way i'm sure the kidnapping i'm sure helped. you could have did it a different way <laughs> yeah i'm sure i'm sure the kidnapping helped a little slightly there's <laughs> a possibility of help but things like that can't work nowadays what do you think like oh no i don't encourage i'm not encouraging but i'm that. saying in this day and age now something like that i slammed the program director one time my god joe and the guy well if y'all don't know is the program director is the boss, the guy who plays your record. Pro yeah, program yeah, yeah. station, so, the music. But once again, it was around Flojo time. Y'all got to give me some leeway. You I came from, flowing, some, from being a, a <laughs> kingpin to rapper. Like, I didn't know the rules. So I got a show in the Bronx. It's Lehman College. It's sold out. Fat Joe Flojo for a radio station. I don't even want to say it. And the dude tried to tell me I couldn't. I couldn't bring my 150 in with me. Like, yeah. You know, they I hurt. had the whole Bronx with me. <laughs> yo, this, I'm like, yo, it sold out because of me. I was thinking it's just me. I didn't think about the radio promotion and all that. And then um, I just slammed it. You know, the dude. <laughs> then we did our show, and the guy never forgave me, man. It was like, after I learned and I got more mature, more mature. Like even the six nine kid, he's looking more mature. Mm -hmm. Like. Than when we first seen him, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. right? He's looking like he's, he's under. He he's doing songs do. with Nicki Minaj. Right. He's trying to like, he's trying to get mature somehow, right? Yeah, yeah. So that happens. So as I got mature and I learned again, I was like, "Yo, you foul, you bugged out." Like, this. and this guy was, he wouldn't quit. He kept having the power. He was the program that. So I tried to kiss his ass so many times. Let me take you to dinner. The guy refused. Even now? So, no, no, he refused. Like eight years later, he let me take him to dinner. He was like, all right, Joe, no more beef. Like, and then, now, then they could have played by record the way they were supposed to. So when's the album dropping? Well, we don't know exactly when the album's done. Oh, we just done. trying to let, yeah, it's done. Put it out for your birthday. The album? Mm -hmm. Now nah, that's too soon. We just going to get this song to go, and then we'll throw the album out. But the hip-hop is going to love the album, because we gave him a little bit of everything on this. The album is really, really fire. All right, it's Fat yeah. Joe. It's The Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club. R&B. <laughs> yeah, you're still going. You're supposed to. You wanted to be a capital so bad, but was afraid to handle the cane. Ah, uh, why you bring that up? That's a, that's a true story, though. It's not no, a true it is. story. It's not all the way true. You wanted to be a capital. That's not the way true. You know how to handle I the cane. I did not drop the cane. He kept dropping the, the cane and, and hitting himself in the mouth with the cane. That it is not weird. true. It was that weird. That is not true. I was. I was 
online in in the midst of pledging, and my <laughs> hey. my grades were bad. This Come is a on, true Andy. story. I, mean, hey. I can't imagine hey. that you're. I was actually the cane. I was like, boom, boom. And did you see how hurt he looked when I said he wanted to be? He needs to keep up bringing that up. You know, I'm not hurt at all. You can still pledge now. I don't want to pledge. Oh my god. I don't need to be accepted by society. My kids love me. I don't need to be accepted by anybody else. Oh my god. Neither you guys either. Until your son becomes a captain. Let's get into the rumor report. Somebody please make envy an honorary captain, please. Is that possible? No. Insecure season three. Let's go. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. But speaking of insecure, uh, looks <laughs> <Shut> like... <up. laughs> looks like Jay Ellis' character, Lawrence, isn't going to be on the new season. What? Now, if you remember, in the last episode of Insecure last season, they had a heart-to-heart conversation, Issa Rae and Lawrence, and uh, they made some amends, but it's time to move on. Listen to what their conversation sounded like. I'm sorry for not being who you expected me to be, who I expected me to be. Lawrence, I wanted to be better for you because of you. But somewhere along the way, I depended on you to be better for both of us. And you know what I did? You don't have to go to that. It was the worst thing I could have ever done to you. You've only ever loved me and expected me to want the best for you. And I promise I did. I still do. Lawrence, I still love you so much. Love you too. Well, time to move on. Lawrence what? is not in the trailer for the upcoming season. Now, Prentice Penny, who, who is a friend of ours and the showrunner for Insecure, he said we were in the writer's room and we were initially talking about, okay, well, what is he doing? Well, he's not in her life right now. It was hard to make stories around that. We just said, well, if he's not around, he's not around. Let's just deal with the reality of what her life is now. Let's be true to that when you break up and you have closure. They're not going to have the good brother Lawrence on Insecure Season 3. Well, what is the point of watching? Well, her but- other boo, Daniel, is going to be more in the yeah. This new season. No, there's nothing I love you more. You get so mad about this. Because there's nothing I love more than watching Lawrence curve Issa. I enjoy watching Lawrence living his best life, smashing other chicks and making Issa feel bad about her hoeing. Well, guess what? Don't worry about it. Uh, people break up. People cheat, as you know, men and women. And, you know, she cheated. The relationship didn't work. And now it's time to move on. How come you don't watch more masculine shows and like she, Game the, of Thrones? The show is masculine. And uh, she is actually going to move on with billions. the man she cheated with. What? better storyline than that. I ain't gonna front. I saw a dude <laughs> at the airport and got mad at homie. Daniel. <laughs> What's wrong with this guy, I saw him man? at the airport. Because we, we know him. I can't remember his name, though. Remember we shot a show with him back in the day? Well, The guy who played Daniel on Insecure. Oh. Remember that show we did? We shot it with Prentice, too. Yes, that was the show that was on Fuse TV. Yeah. What was that called? The Hustle, I uh, think. Yeah. The Hustle, yeah. Now, just to uh, give you a little bit more, Issa Rae said, you know, we want to stay as true to life as possible. You you know, sometimes in real life, you never see the exes again, and it's okay. You have to explore life without Lawrence. Life without Lawrence. This is TV, all right? You can do that in real life. And on TV, I want to see some Lawrence. Okay, he's not in the show at all. This well, you season. can always keep in contact with him yeah, outside can, of the yeah. show. You can follow him on really Instagram. Man, I'm talking about, man, you know what? I'm sure he, he posts topless pictures for all you. Right, okay, You're just right. so mad. Listen, in real life, men cheat all the time. She cheated this particular time. You know, it is what it is. You think that women should forgive, and he should have forgave her too. I just like to see and her that is what it is. over Lawrence on the show and say that what she did was wrong. Well. She's moving on with the man she cheated with. This is All right, 50 Cent versus Floyd Mayweather. 
All right, it got a little ugly. Oh, I'm not playing with them. On social media yesterday, now 50 Cent said he beat 50 men, 11 women, and caused two bodies. Keep calling me, and I'm going to show, champ. Get the strap. Then he posted, Floyd, you are the champ, but you a sucker at heart. You want it all. I know. I watched you do some foul-ish to Rilla, and he is your best friend. When he broke up with this girl, Jessica, you kept her around, got her an apartment, bought her a car because you wanted to F her. Rilla ain't sweated. He was keeping it player. Hayes just wasn't built like that. Tell everybody why you was on FaceTime when he killed Stephanie and himself. Because he was confronting you about effing his wife. You was pumping all that Trey songs-ish. Get the F out of here. You don't give a F. You just went to watch the ball game. <sighs> that got a little bit crazy. Yeah, that was a, remember that was an old story. I think yes. we reported that a couple of years ago. Yes, we did. When a, a man killed um, his wife and himself. Who said that now? Uh, 50 Cent is telling this story. Mm. All right, and um, Takashi 69 went on TMZ Live, and he talked about the suspects who he believed kidnapped and robbed him. He thinks the whole thing was a setup. Here's what he said. I stepped out my house um, to finish the Nicki Minaj video at my friend's studio. We, we got hit by a car. As the driver got out, the gunman came out. All I saw mm-hmm. was, was the gun in my face, mm-hmm. and that's... That, that's like, I was when I woke up, I was in the backseat of a car. So all I had on me was a phone, and my debit card. Well, I said, I got some jewelry in the house. Yeah, I could have that, you know what I'm saying? I didn't tell them where I lived. They went to the front of my house. So it was just like somebody must have told them where I lived. They've been following me and watching me. All right, law enforcement sources are saying they do have surveillance video footage mm. from a camera down the block, and there was, uh, this does match up to what Takashi is saying. Listen, man, like I said, I, 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 would, I would hope that it didn't happen because I don't believe that it happened. But if it did happen, I just hope he learns think, from it. Man. I think it did happen. I, you know what I mean, it, it's it's sad because somebody in this crew it seems like set him up. It definitely seems that way. But he did say up here that everybody knows where he lives. Well, should have moved. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, he and that is now. your rumor report. He should definitely move if everybody knows where you live. All right. Well, thank you, Yee. Shout to Revolt. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Everybody else, the People's Choice mixes up next. Get your request in right now at DJ Envy. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning.